Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Good morning, Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning, Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston. I'm the co-host of the program. Charlie's not here because this is a Dumb Bleep Recap episode. That's right. You know it. Every single week. We bring in, I don't know, maybe 10 of the dumbest things that happened that week. And then the people in the live group who joined up via joingml.com, they get to vote on what the dumbest thing is. And then at the end of the year, we bring it all together, tournament style, to decide what the dumbest thing said was in the entire year. It is a big deal, and it is always a very popular episode. So what we're going to do in this episode and many more like it, we are going to play you the time that we spent talking about this on the Dumb Leap episode, and this is going to be broken down, these episodes are going to be broken down by month. Once we decide what the winner per month is, there will not be a winner decided in this recap episode. All of that voting will take place in our private Discord server, which you can get to by going to joingml.com. We will decide what the winner of the month is. Then we will divide those by quarter, the winner of Q1, 2, 3, and 4. We'll go together in the final four to decide what the Dumb Leap of the Year is. Coming up on December 30th, I believe. It'll be next Friday. So enjoy listening to the recap. It's always fun to go back and see how we were talking about specific things almost a year ago. And remember some of the dumb that occurred. Have fun. Let's go to Dumb Bleep number two, which we've got Ari on here again, but he's not actually the subject of the dumb. Elizabeth Warren gets a couple videos right here because she's also very concerned. So the next two go to Elizabeth Warren. What's oh, up, Chuck? Hang on. Obama, who is Twitter's most followed user with 131.7 million followers, saw his follower count fall by 300,000 mm. since Monday. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry lost over 500,000. That's quite a bit. That's that's nuts. What's going on here? Nothing, yeah. nothing to see. No, no, that would never happen. No All right. Deal. So let's uh, hear from Elizabeth Warren real quick. 
We're joined now by Democratic Senator from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren. Welcome. You have warned about the growing power of big tech. What do you see in Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter? I see that we need to make two big changes. The first one is we need a wealth tax in America. And let's talk about how Elon's purchase here was subsidized by tens of millions of people who've paid their taxes every year. And the second part is we need rules of the road for big tech. But ultimately, what all this boils down to, who's going to have the power in our country? Are we going to make these decisions as a democracy, or is this going to be Elon Musk all by himself, off in a room, a bazillionaire who just plays by his own set of rules? That's really what's at stake here. That's the new word. Is there something Congress could do to regulate the control of these companies? And I, I mentioned briefly comparing it to, are there aspects of social media companies that operate at a level where there should be a different form of regulation? Or do you think it's generally fine right now? No, we, we need rules of the road. And look, there are going to be rules. Like I said, the only question is, will... Elon Musk decide all the rules by himself in a dark room, or is it going to be the case that we're going to decide this as a country? We're going to make rules in a democracy. And let me just give you an idea behind. Okay. Is he going to make these rules in his lair? In his dark room. In his dark lair. Not that there's any rules that are ever made in a dark room in Congress at all. You know, yeah. They never retreat back to a, to a dark room. Oh, God. She keeps harping on this idea that there's just, there's no rules. They don't have any rules or regulations that they mm-hmm. have to abide by. Robert Reich III is going to be talking about that here in a little bit. You know, he, ma- he made it private so we wouldn't have to follow any laws or regulations. That's... Well, if you know this, only publicly traded companies are subject to U.S. law. That's a, mm-hmm. basically it. That's um, why we're a private company, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She comes out with the idea that we got to have wealth taxes, of course. Now, why is that? That's because you got to stop people from having all of this wealth because now they're just buying this power. And she says that this comes down to, there's a little glitch in the video, what this comes down to is power. Mm-hmm. Who is going to have the power? Is it going to be Elon Musk, or is it going to be the people that have this massive amount of power? And so, also, I don't know if you know this or not, folks, but even private companies have boards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and there are majority owners and minority owners in private companies as well. They're just not publicly traded. They're not beholden to any shareholders, but the private shareholders. There are still private shareholders, yes. by the way. Morgan Stanley is going to have shares. Morgan Stanley is going to have a big portion of Twitter. Yeah. actually, while they're financing this still, loan, it's still equity. Yeah, they're by still, the way, and 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 so she's very concerned about who's going to have the power, as you can tell, also from this next part of Elizabeth Warren's number two dumb bleep right here. Oh my gosh, what is up with this PowerPoint today? Democrats just need to get caught trying. Look, what you're hearing me say, first of all, is that not everything has to go through Congress. We picked the example of student loan debt. That would affect about 43 million people. That matters. It would affect them directly and affect their families. Now, what's cool right there is right after talking about who has the power, because she's super concerned about that, she goes on to say... In the next clip, listen, not everything has to go through Congress. The president can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. All right. 
He can do whatever. Yeah. So what power is she really concerned about right now? That's what I want to know. Her own. Her own power. Yeah. The government's Staying power. in power. Yeah. Yes. That's what she's worried about because it's not, it's obviously not the people when she goes on, I believe the next day talking about how, well, you know, no, we don't have to put everything through Congress, which is the people supposed to be the people mm-hmm. that are voting on that. It's just this specific thing. It's got to go through the people. All right. It's just bazillionaires. Mm-hmm. That's what it <laughs> is. That's what has to go through Congress. They need rules of the road. All right, so that's Elizabeth Warren, number two for Dumbleep. Okay, number nine. Ooh. All right, there's a great article in here from Brad Palumbo that's on fee.org that we'll put a link to the show notes in. Bernie Sanders, number nine, wants a 95% tax on big corporations' pandemic-era profits to bring down rising prices he wants a 95 percent tax on their profits to bring down rising prices that he has absolutely no understanding of basic economics whatsoever mm. he has no clue at all just first off on its head you take away those profits they're still allowed to make five percent of the profits right you think they're going to decrease the number that they're able to pull those profits from? Are they going to increase the number that they can pull the 5% from? Which one? Which one's it going to be? Because mm. that 5%, that's what they can still take. Why don't we make that 5% of a much bigger number? Yeah. That's what they'll do. First off, clearly obvious that that's what would happen. This happens in, in healthcare. Just say that. This happens in a lot of a lot of things. It happens in the military industrial complex. They'll say, well, we can only pay you know, 10% above the cost of doing this. So what happens? Magically, the cost goes way way up up so they can take the bigger 10% as a much bigger number. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go through a little bit of this article. This this article right here is from Business Insider, and we'll throw in a little bit of Brad's article too. On Friday, Sanders introduced the Ending Corporate Greed Act. That's what this will do. It'll end corporate greed. They won't be greedy anymore as corporations. It's in the name of the bill. Yeah. Just just in case you're wondering. So that's what it does. Just like don't say gay. Yeah. Same thing. Ending corporate greed. Under Sanders' plan, companies that make over $500 million in annual revenue would be taxed 95% on their windfall profits. That amount would be calculated based on their average profit level in the five years leading up to the pandemic. Something tells me it will not count their profit level in the year 2020. It will count up to 2019. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Deemed a, quote, temporary emergency measure, end quote, the tax would only be in place from 2022 to 2024 until they vote to extend it. In a release, Sanders said the levy would bring in $400 billion in just one year. Quote, we cannot allow big oil companies and other large profitable corporations to continue to use the war in Ukraine, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the specter of inflation. Specter. To make obscene profits by price gouging Americans at the gas pump, the grocery store, or any other sector of our economy. As if inflation's still fake. It's a fake thing. It's only caused by rising prices. And if you take most 
of their profits, they will lower the amount of profits they're trying to make. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this kind of stuff really, I mean, my and their blood's stock, boiling. And their stock would probably shoot up mm-hmm. from there, you know? Which would lead to needing to tax the billionaires with the minimum yeah. income tax because they would make so much money from the mm-hmm. people's stocks going up. So I, the other thing I love, so we can't allow big oil companies and other large profitable corporations to continue to use the war in Ukraine, the COVID-19 pandemic, to make obscene profits. You know who's only allowed to use the war in Ukraine and the COVID-19 pandemic to take as much money from the American people as possible? Politicians. That's it. Those are the only people that are allowed to do that. People that can put you in jail if you don't give them the amount of money they tell you you have to give them. Those are the people that can use the COVID-19 pandemic and the war in Ukraine to raise the amount of money that they're going to take from you to decrease the value of your currency. They can do it because those are... The, those are virtuous individuals who are performing a public service, a public duty for people, and they would only be in there to help people. That's the only reason that these these corporations, we can't allow them to take advantage of these times at all. So here's how much some of the firms would have paid in 2021. And here, Berkshire Hathaway, $66 billion. Amazon, $28.6 billion. J.P. Morgan, $18.8 billion. Chevron, $12.9 billion to name a few, literally to name a few, because if they go into some of the others, the numbers aren't going to be as good for them because I went through them. So the the really annoying part to me on this whole thing is Chevron's, so just say Chevron. In 2020, their profits decreased by about $8 billion from 2019 because of the pandemic. Um, Amazon's went up, and it should have when the government was telling people that they couldn't go anywhere and they were closing businesses. Yes, Amazon's profits should have gone up because their value went up exponentially. Because people who were shopping in the streets started shopping online. Yes. Obviously, because people weren't allowed to go anywhere. And and the businesses that you used to shop at were closed. In yeah. fact, they shut down all the mom and pop shops but left open a few of the big giant corporations. Isn't that something? Yeah. Berkshire Hathaway, their profits decreased by about $40 billion in 2020 from what they made the previous year. And JP Morgan saying, I think it was around $10 billion that they went down. So what do you do in years where they go down? Is there like a, let's see, windfall profits tax. What do you call the opposite of that? What's the opposite of fall? <laughs> What's the opposite of wind? A still jump losses credit. <laughs> Still jump loss credit. Yes. I propose a still jump losses credit for everyone who lost money during the the pandemic. They already gave that out, though. PPP loans and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. They shouldn't have used all that to increase their profits for the following years. No one should take advantage of the American people except me. Those are the only people allowed to do that. That's it. Brad said in here, this is uh, from the fee article. Link will be in the show notes. Hiking taxes on businesses would lead to higher prices and hurt, not help, average Americans. That's very true. Hiking business taxes naturally increases the cost suppliers face. It's also a textbook example of something that causes a decrease in supply. What happens when supply goes down? You guess that prices go up. Also, good good thing. Profits, by the way, are actually good. The, they're a good thing, and they can actually lead to lower prices on stuff. That's something that almost no one other than like libertarians or free market Republican 
Democrats, however many of those people there are, there's eight. Well, last time I checked, that they would disagree caveat with. to that: it can be a good thing if it's a free market, mm-hmm. because a higher profit incentivizes more competition to come in, and which therefore will reduce the price. Yeah, that's that's what happens. Now you probably read that on some kind of Russian disinformation economics oh, that was website. Chan four, <clears throat> four Chan. Oh, 4chan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's okay. I go there all the time. People, I, yeah. I'm just dyslexic. You, you don't go there to look at the logo. <laughs> no. Okay. No, the profits Chan are... Chan 4. <laughs> profits are a signal to people in the market that, hey, there's money to be made over here. You should bring some investment over here because you can make money. In fact, you could take a little bit less profits and undercut this person. They're making a lot. You could come into the market, maybe make a little bit less than that. And you could take a lot of their business. Now that occurs in a free market, even sometimes a fairly free market, like a close to a free market. It, where it does not occur is where the government totally controls all of the suppliers in the market and most of the demand also. That's where it does not yeah. occur. So they're going to keep trying to control this and ignore supply and demand, but just mark our words that they do go through with this, which this and the next thing we're going to talk about not likely to actually happen uh, right now unless they were to get a majority in the a, a larger majority in the Senate without the tiebreaker. Not likely to happen, but they'll probably end up doing it sometime. We've had windfall profits, profit taxes before. It's not good. And it's going to lead to worse, worse inflation for people. Mm-hmm. And then they'll blame it on more corporate greed after that. So they should do a 99% tax. That'll yeah. probably make the prices go down. And then we'll be sitting here yelling about how we're always right about everything. But I tell you what, I thought Ron had this dumb belief up in the bag, but this is uh, this is challenging. Oh, we got a video we're going to play here real quick. Let me see. All right, number, number seven. This is one. Oh. Warden Warren, Chief Warren. The rich have done a very good job in this country of making everyone believe that they are either richer than they are or they are going to themselves become billionaires at some point. And so it is also in their favor to maintain taxation that is favorable to the rich. As Elizabeth Warren, how do you make it seem like you are not going against the idea of the American dream and taking away people's money when they've made a business that everybody uses like Amazon or like Facebook or like many Americans would be like, you just want to take their money, but they worked hard for their money. Why should, why should you take away their money from them? So here's my pitch. You're a billionaire. You worked hard, you busted your tail, you made it big, good for you. Great, I'm glad to hear it, but here's the deal. If you built a business here in America, you didn't do that all by yourself. You did it using workers all of us helped pay to educate. You did it getting your goods to market on roads and bridges, all of us helped to pay for. You did it protected by firefighters, all of us help pay the salaries for. And we're glad to do it because we invest as a nation, as a people in creating opportunities. So you got a chance to get out there and build this fabulous business. And now all we're saying is when you make it big, and I mean really big, for me, when you've got more than $50 million in accumulated assets, on your 50 millionth and first dollar and every dollar above that, pitch in two cents. So 
everybody else gets a chance to make it. That's all this is about. You're still going to be so rich, you could roll in it. You could you could go down in your basement and just you know you could rub your shoulders. You gotta watch you the could video. Do whatever you want to do with your money, but two cent wealth tax, a little higher if you're a billionaire. Your fortune, even if you don't lift a finger, your fortune is going to keep on growing. It's just not going to grow quite as fast. But the consequence will be. That two cents from the very top, this one will knock you over. That'll produce $3 trillion in revenues over the next 10 years. Enough money for universal child care and early childhood education for every baby in this country. Enough money to revitalize all of our K-12 schools. Enough money to cancel that $50,000 of student loan debt, of putting real investments in our historically black colleges and universities and making all of our colleges tuition free and still have money left over. Just guys, okay. That's just her two cents. <laughs> she just said $300 billion a year into the federal government's budget from this tax is going to give you all of those things. That she just named mm -hmm. free child care, education for everyone, tuition free colleges, all this stuff that you're going to get from 300 billion a year. That's all they need. That's all they need, Charlie, is 300 billion. That's it. We increased the DOE's budget, Department of Education's budget, up to 200 billion dollars a couple of years ago. Just their budget. What the heck is she talking about? Those things. Well, they need 300 billion more. It's the 300 billion that they're short mm -hmm. right now. If they just did that, they could provide everything. By the way, if you weren't watching the video, you have to go watch the video when she's rolling in it. She does this little <laughs> dance move. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, it's so ridiculous. I like what, um, I like what I believe this was Bailey that said that, or Kayla said this. She goes, How did we go from a billion? To then 100 millionaires to now 50 million. Mm -hmm. So now it's people. I mean, if you've got 50 million dollars in accumulated assets, you are so wealthy. We're only asking for two cents of every dollar above that. This is a over the, the span of a few years. We've gone down from a billion down to now 50 million. What do you think it's going to be after that? Ten years and three trillion dollars is gone. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's Anything just going to be another tax that everyone is going to have to mm -hmm. pay. Hey, but hey, if you got there, you didn't. You didn't build that. You didn't get there on your own. No, you didn't get there. You you used roads that we all paid for and people that we all paid to educate, and we were happy to do it. Okay, <laughs> I love that. We one. were happy to do it for you. We were happy to force other people to do that for you. Mm -hmm. Is what she meant to say. But now you just need to chip in, and I love how they do this. Oh, it's only two cents. That's all this, just two cents. If you send us, if you send us a hundred billion easy payments of two cents, <laughs> then you're going to get everything you ever wanted in life for free. Yeah. Okay. That's all you got to do. Call now. Call now. <laughs> Call this number at the bottom of your screen before supplies run out. <laughs> It's just two cents. A hundred billion payments of two cents. That's no, but, it. But I love this. You know, we gave you the roads and the education system. It's like it's like kidnapping someone and locking them in your basement 
and keeping them there for a year and you're like after i gave you food and water and a bed to sleep in and all this stuff that you've had you wouldn't have survived down here in my basement if i wouldn't have been providing all this stuff to you and you won't give me something in return mm -hmm. like no you created the damn prison system okay just let me out of it mm -hmm. you can't forcefully take from people and terribly build all of these things fail at education and give us terrible roads and then say hey since since we did this for you we're also going to force you to do this this whole this whole thing it's i'll tell you what it's the stockholm syndrome you know it is oh and i heard that's, uh, that's what exactly what it is michael look at all these things we did for you yeah shouldn't shouldn't you feel good that we're your aren't you proud that i'm your abuser mm-hmm are you not proud that it was me and i was happy to do it i know i raped you but god <laughs> i gave you food and i bought you that new louis vuitton bag you were looking at well i mean i didn't buy i mean i took the money from that person you well know, i, I made our you, neighbor pay you know, for it but you still got the bag you know, didn't and i you? paid three times what it was worth but i mean <laughs> yeah yeah see look how oh man and 300 billion dollars a year come on y'all i tell you what number seven that was dumb that's what it was. Mm. It turns out that one was dumb. The next okay. one, Jen Saki's in oh, here. Oh, this probably is going to win. It's going to be. It's going to be know pretty good. Is. But you'll be surprised how dumb things can get. Oh, she, no. We normally start with the easy stuff. So I believe this one has to do with the uh, Putin price hikes that they were talking about a couple days ago. Let's hear from her real quick, Jen. Let's go. We've taken to address Putin, the Putin price hike. We are in a better place than we were last month, but we expect March CPA, CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. Since President Putin's military buildup accelerated in January, average gas prices are up more than 80 cents. Most of the increase in, uh, occurred in the month of March, and at times gas prices were more than a dollar above pre-invasion levels. So that roughly 25 percent increase in gas prices will drive tomorrow's inflation reading. And certainly it's not a surprise to us, but we certainly think it will be reflected so why would putin do this to us i am so angry <laughs> the two things that vladimir putin wants of course is an uncontrolled internet as we know <laughs> as, as, as every authoritarian wants we already established yeah. that the other thing he wants is to drive up core cpi and it's 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 terrible <laughs> and, and incidentally cpi core price inflation is now officially 8.5 percent which means it's well into double digits PPI, the producer price index, which is the price that it, it costs to produce the stuff that we buy, has gone up 11.2%. So official double-digit inflation is coming soon. Now, I guess my question would be, why did Putin's price hike happen like after the stimulus spending, not after the invasion of Ukraine? It's well, just he's how so, brilliant well, he is. Exactly. You know? and that's Always why, mm -hmm. a few steps ahead. And yeah. that's why he invaded wow. Ukraine. That way... the you know, all the wheat and everything would, you know, that, huh. that might why. be part of the reason. I don't know. Because, I mean, that, he could have invaded anyone. Yeah. Well, he actually did it. So we would not blame him for the inflation and we'd just be blaming our benevolent government. This is, he's trying to save Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> His good friend, Joe Biden. He's trying to take the flack off of him and say, no, it's me. It's the Putin price hike. Mm -hmm. He actually was the one who came up with that talking point. For yes. price. He said, you know what it sounds? Is. It sounds good. It's got alliteration to it. Putin, Putin price hike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the only things that they're still allowed to say on the uh, internet there. Oh, wait, they have a totally uncontrolled internet there in Russia. So they, yes, but their, their search engine's called Putin price hikes. So okay. It's the first, every time you open your okay. browser in Russia, 
first thing you see is Putin pricing. Okay. Exactly. All right. Mm. Well, this is all making sense to me for yes. sure. I hope you enjoyed this recap episode. Once again, you can vote on these to get to a dumb bleep of the year by going to joingml.com. It's $6 per month. There's a bunch of really fun people in the group. We have tons of different channels uh, pertaining to different subjects. You can post news. We have a dumb bleep channel. We got a meme channel. We got stuff where people just talk about stuff that's off topic. And then, of course, you get to watch for all of our live episodes throughout the week. So that's joingmail.com. That's where you listen. And if you're not going to do that, you might as well make sure you're here for Dumb Bleep of the Year, which is going to be on December 30th. Thank you. <laughs>